0: Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mmm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There.
1: Welcome everyone, this is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond. And this particular episode will be my finale, episode 52, that's releasing today, May the 27th, 2019. And this particular finale podcast episode, it is entitled, In the Divine Power of a Nubian King of Akun." So in this particular episode, we're going to wrap it up my season for season 2, 2018 to 2019, as I prepare to return back for season 3, 2019 to 2020. So let's go ahead and get started. Thank you so much for joining me this year. Please look out for the next podcast I do release during the summer, and the next one will be June the 17th. So you can look at those dates for July and August as well. It would be in the podcast description. So I just want to say thank you everything everyone for sending out or you know sharing my podcast. I did see a lot of other places that people came out from different places around the world to check out my podcast so continue to share it and continue to follow this here where I focus on my short stories that's based on my book *Mitch Rayam. And I really do appreciate the support. So let's talk about now and move forward to the highlights for this week. It is going to wrap up some of the things that I started in the short stories, dealing mostly with Molay. I'm going to kind of give you introduction of what a forward information about what happened next okay and what will possibly will happen in the future <laughs> from this timeline right and what happened see last week was when the dawn takes over the king go please check that out that episode 51 and that's basically where king Milan moved forward and he received the message from Crane Haga from ezra after some a new something else happened in a sense of someone was trying a couple few people was trying to enter the palace and it led to Ezra to get involved and to realize that someone entered the domain of Tamat and King Milan got that message so go ahead and check out that podcast please go ahead and download my app for this podcast the other ones are being revamped so continue to check that during the summer and of course look out for my once a month podcast that I will release to find out what's going on with my podcast for next season season three check out that episode that I release, bonus announcement I did that about two weeks ago this month in, in May all right so thank you so much let's go ahead and get started so let's begin for this week of my season two podcast show Nichelle Anderson short stories and beyond for episode 52 entitled in the divine power of a Nubian king of a coon Opening scene. Deep in the dense wilderness, of vast fields of bushels and trees, we see Natu continue to fight with his loyal soldiers, now a few kilometers from a raiding the boat, just afar over the last field of the mountain ridge behind them. Suddenly, it was Lankal that seemed to jump out of nowhere and before Natu were two swords of their homeland ready to strike at Natu, and they both started at one another. Back and forth through the continued Kingo ways for another moment. It was Lanko that refused to fall as he continued to strike against Netu. Lanko, your choice to besiege me will be your last, Netu spoke with persistence. He continued onward to strike against his once military officer. Hmm, what fool you are, and you will pay for the fall of Echo. Lanko said. Without a moment left, another swipe at Netu. Then Lanko spoke once more. Hmm, and I am not alone here to defeat you for your betrayal. Lanko then slowly smiled as he calculated his next move toward. Natu. was confused of his statement of truth, but quickly moved up to a higher level stone to fight Lanko as he despised him so. Meanwhile, on the outskirts where Lanko forces continued to capture Natu, it was general comrade Kantun under King Kahan rule with both Sabarian and Mizraim forces that were soon approached the fighting of the fields of men below. Now, still in the Kingo rays of a new time of its placement over Tamad, in the other end of the sedan, we are in Mitzrayam. We see King Milan walking ahead of four high military rank officers down the hallway leading inside the already lit pyramid with some light along with other fellow members of the Theos of Akun Rose of Mel standing against the wall waiting for King Milan to enter. They were holding lit torches as they continued to watch King Milan walk further into the Akun entrance of the Third Pyramid. We see King Milan walking ahead of four high military rank officers down the hallway leading inside the already lit pyramid. Ezra the herbalist and scientist of of Akun of Mitzrayam was also awaiting King Malan. He was already midway inside the corridor of the pyramid. Tales of old spoke of Osiris left strips of gold on the floors as hillogups continue to flow on the walls and of Simran symbols followed as King Milan continued to walk further inside. Directly outside the Akun entrance to the hallway walkway leading to Ezra. Right outside we see King Kauhan, Elder Tahib and his 20 temple elite elders as well as Queen Hagar, with young Princess Hannah holding both her mother and her grandmother's queen mammy hand. About 40 Mithra'am guards were outside of the mid array near the closed doors leading to the pristine War family location as they await King Malan to enter and then to return out of the pyramid. King Malan, back inside of the east of the pyramid, made it to Ezra and they both walked side by side further into the pyramid. The twelve dales rows of males walked further behind them. But at a distance, as Ezra motioned them to proceed, for which King Milan commanded them to do. As the twelve male theos robes came around in front of them in this enclosed area in the pyramid that no one else could see but them there, it was King Milan staring at what his ancestors bestowed upon him. He nodded for Ezra to continue. Ezra did as he motioned for the opening of the Ikmah in Malish Book. King Malan walked up to the riot circle block of the solid gold stone tableau as it risen from below upward. After Ezra spoke of the age of Sumna Book and behold King Malan saw for which he came for, as it came more into view it was the star of Mitrayam. He reached for it so that the synergy of his adorned rulership of Akun would be recognized by the divine. Back in the south of Sedan, Natu managed to push back Lanko and was about to make it alongside the upper ridge of the mountain to their waiting boat. When another fight broke out against his man on the far right, it was a Tzabarian and Mitzvahs. Knowing that time was not on his side, Natu commanded his regime to run the other way, which would be to the surviving forces. When suddenly he remembered what General Atakan forewarned him. He pondered which way to go, for his capture was imminent now. Then suddenly he stood still. He felt a chill and suddenly turned around and he saw Hani, heading his way, walking with many of their own Natu slowly laid down his weapons and motioned for his soldiers to do as well. Hani walked through the Orion guards their parted ways and Hani looked at him within inches before speaking with disdain and calmness. Hani spoke. Echo is alive, my brother. Still resistant to the objective, Natu responded. You always sided with him over your own. Hani retained his composure, for he knew their law of prominence of order. You will fall upon our return to Orion at your judgment. Meanwhile, what seemed as Espoo raised a most to lean forward in claiming a new realm of moment. We see King Malan with one eighth of the upspu of Mitraim. He had it fastened inside of his garment attached to his royal breastplate, riding on royal horses along with Comrade General Tatar and King Kahan and many Mitraim guards, along with Savarian as well guards. To the destination that Ezra instructed them to where of Orion would embark against the skies of Tamat. Suddenly rose of fields of a head of mini kelo distance from the area of Mitrayam, we see King Malan jump off his royal horse and started running, as others in his reign followed suit. It was both King Kohan and Comrade and General Comrade Datar in a loud voice to urge Malan to take caution, for they knew he was in a fiery state to start the war he felt was made once more. Suddenly, King Malan removed the one-eighth of their star from inside his secured world breastplate and started circling around for strength. Through the wind, we could see King Malan threw it to aim it at about 90 degrees to the north rest towards the dome that he knew was holding her knee. In the skies the dome of Hane of Orion started to trek into the next altitude above of those below when his highest military rank officer came in a hurry as light blinked. King Malan, he is a part of their star. He knows we are here. Hani felt it as such. Looking through the crystal op- ambience he saw the direction of King Malan aiming his ferry of their entry into the domain of Tamat. Hani, not looking at his officer, spoke. His echo secured. His officer nodded still with worry for the impact approaching. Hani continued, still looking ahead. Is Natu on board? The officer nodded, looking over his shoulder as he motioned some of the remaining guards to leave the deck. Hani spoke again. Have the Linos been left behind for the next dawn? The officer nodded as he started to gather more items from the deck. Henny continued. Then debark in the side or two, it will give you all the time you need. The officer interceded, Echo would not stand well without the encubment of this domain. Henny shook his head, there was no time, The star would soon hit us. So before another one, most of you leave, now, I will follow in the one Padun. The officer nodded, as you wish, Commander and he vanished with the others. As Henei braced for the impact, their star did hit the side rim of the dome. Darkness and smoke filled the area. Henei started to withdraw the knowledge that was inside within the dome that started to fall from above to below. Within moments later, Henei jumped into one of the Padoon and ejected. Meanwhile, on the terrain for which King Malan held out his hand to receive the return of the one-eighth Star, he grasped it tightly in his hand, still staring at the dome as if before looking into Hani's eyes, giving a message of dominance of his rule as King Malan of Mitzrayim over Tamat. It was General Comrade Tar that spoke as he was in awe for what he saw. Now he know where you stand. And they are no more. King Milan, still with a drilling and a knowledge of them, shook his head before he ran back to his horse to trace down the falling dome debris. Before turning to head in the direction, he turned around and spoke to them. It is not. He need left other students here before his escape. So I will take this war to them. End scene. this concludes the final episode of my season two 2018 to 2019 thank you so much for joining me this past year for my season here at michelle anderson short stories and beyond i hope you enjoyed these short stories these series of stories atlantis mahogany of course mole i'm thinking of doing a new modern day short story this summer and i just want to really appreciate and say that i appreciate your support and sharing my podcast following it please continue to follow mole on facebook and on twitter please also look at my other podcasts as well and if you like it share it so looking forward to the summer and for season three 2019 to 2020 thank you so much have a wonderful summer see you next year
0: Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mmm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or
1: from all agents.